special place to be holding. All right, so as we talked about, right, so we are now entering into the sugya of Im, Iber, Yenika, and Maichin, right? Started yesterday, we dipped our toes. Um, we're going to be talking about this for literally, I mean, it goes until Mem Gimel on their old one, so it's until Samachay we're going to be dealing basically with this discussion. Um, so that's a lot of pages, we have about 40 pages or so. Of discussion on this. Uh, now, Eber, the Eber person that we were introduced to yesterday, is essentially going to be uh, this mimer, and then we're going to get into Yanika, it's going to be the entire next mimer, and then finally Moichin, uh, which is going to be a short part at the end. Uh, a little bit longer than the Eber part, but not uh, the main part, obviously, is going to be the Yanika part, which is most relevant to uh, most of us. Um, again, the Eber, we're talking about them now in terms of people, in terms of people, in terms of uh, what style of person. And just to discuss it outside for a minute or two, the Eber person, let's just talk about the Eber person because that's what we're going to be dealing with now. The Eber person is a very simple person. He's a type of person that is uh, very straight, not very emotional, not very curious, you know, someone who's not going to be asking lots of questions. He's the type of person that, you know, you tell him to do X, and he does X. It's, it's like not a, it's not a Shaila, right? It's just, he's, he's a very tamimistic person, very straight, very good, very shalom, very complete, not complicated, very uncomplicated person. Uh, relatively speaking, in, in the course of our history in yeshiva, we definitely have had Eber people. Um, but you have to say it's a very small minority, uh, less than 10%, I'd say, of the population in the past 20-something years. Um, but they're there. They're here. Usually they're you know? great people. They could be great people. Um, and an and everyone... What? What's an example from maybe popular culture or history? It's just a simple person. It's like a person that is not so complicated, a person that just does what he's supposed to do, not, not really that bright. And usually what happens is, especially in yeshiva... All the other guys want to jump on top of him, tell him, no, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. And then he gets all like frustrated and whatever. And then he comes to the teacher and the teacher says, no, you just continue to fight there, straight the way you are. You know, that's like a very typical example of it. Um, he's not someone that has tremendous hasagas of what he wants to be in his life. Um, but on the other hand, it, it, there's a certain happiness that's there, right? He's able to be like very, very straight, very pure. And... What Hasidus says is that in a certain way it touches even the Yechida this level. He's just, he is what he is. That's what it is. And you know, that, there's no other way to describe it. I'm sure that we've all come across people like this in our lifetime. Um, and they're, they're, they're just like, they're nice people. They're not, they're not really people that stand out necessarily. They're just like, they're there. They're, and they have their, you know, they're trucking along in their life. And, you know, you tell them to do this, they'll do this. You tell them to do that, they'll do that, whatever, you know, whatever it is. There's no... There's no questions. There's no deep philosophical arguments. There's there's none of that, because not because they are you know unintelligent or anything. Like that. It's just it's just that's how they were made. They could even be you know a little bit on the brighter side. Usually not that bright, but you know. But the point is that they're not confused. They're not agitated by different things. You know, the majority of the people are agitated. 
right? They're, they want to they understand. They want to do this. They want to figure that out. That, right? The Nefesh Bahamis gets into the middle of things. You know, they're like, you know, doing, not doing. You know, that is, you know, more the norm. This person is not like that. He's just sort of trucking along in life. Keep on moving. Keep on going. And uh, that's, that's the way he is. So let's, let's see how the Rebbe describes this type of person. The explanation is as follows. The, the fetus, when it's in the mother's stomach, right? So his head is in between his knees. He eats whatever the mother eats. However, you have an interesting situation here because his mouth is closed, but his belly button, right, is open. Right? Because the fetus really has all of the different limbs of the person. Like the way it's literally means a piece. So he has all the different pieces of the, you know, in other words, he has all the different limbs. El Shehu Mekufo, but he's, he's sort of bent over. He's not, he's not in the normal way. Rosh Munach Ben Birkav, like we said before, his head is in between his knees. Ve'einu Mishamish Klum. What does it mean to Einu Mishamish Klum? He himself doesn't use any of his faculties. That's right, he's not using anything. He's not using any of his, his limbs or anything like that. That's not what he's doing. She'einu Mechashev Meharher. What's that? So, you see where we are? Yeah, he doesn't think. He's not yeah, he's not, he's not in the process of thinking. Or, uh, he doesn't see, he doesn't hear. Right? I mean, in other words, he's not using his limbs of his body. Now, we know that doesn't mean his soul is not involved, right? We know that when, a, when the baby's in the stomach, that's why the Rebbe was very emphatic about it. Like, mothers shouldn't go to see non-kosher animals when they're pregnant and, they, you know, to the best of their ability and they should listen to, you know, right, you know all the right music and the right things and saying Taira and all, et cetera, et cetera. So there is obviously an impression that's being made on the baby, but you can't say that he's using his eyes like the way he uses his eyes you know, when he's outside of the mother's stomach or he uses his ear, you know, his ears or whatever. That's not the way it's working, right? Remember, we talked about this before. We're saying that a human being is divided into three, right? He has a roish, a taich, which would be the torso, and saif, would be, which would be the legs, which is outside of the torso. And bichlal, you see this three in everything, right? Chabad, chagas, nehi, Right? Remember, we talked about even to the extent of, if you remember my example from my wife uh, when she was in residency, right? That when they ever, whenever they did a procedure, right? You have to first learn the procedure, then you do the procedure, and then you teach the procedure, right? That's like the three categories. It's, and that's the way it is with everything in life. It's Reish, Teich, Seif, right? That's the way it is. Now, usually the Reish is the head. That's what's leading the way, so to speak, right? Like we were saying. Reyach, Tam, etc., etc. To dwell on the word Mishkan, right? Shechina. Right? So all of. What? what? Not hidden. It's not hidden. It's elevated. Meula is elevated, not Helem, not from the word Helem, from Aliyah. Josh, did you make Aliyah? No. No? 
Baruch Hashem, you didn't make Aliyah. Yep. Okay. Headache. You had a headache from Aliyah. I know, my parents are having a headache right now from Aliyah, but they got their approval stamp oh, yesterday. Which means that it doesn't look like I'm, I'm eating with you guys after all this Shabbos, because my parents decided they're coming up here to say goodbye before they move to Israel. Well, we're all coming to break. No, you have an amazing Febrengen going on here on Shabbos. I was looking forward. I told my family that we're all coming to Febrengen with the yeshiva, both meals on Shabbos, that we could be together. And now this is happening. So it doesn't look like we're coming together. They're going to next week. They're going in a little while. Hold on. I do. If someone from my house calls during the middle of Shear, you have to answer it. <laughs> Don't you just it happened it a few times. It happens a few times in like 25 years. When my little son is calling, then I know that he just got a hold of the phone. Okay, but anyway. Then you just put it on and then just show that you're talking? Well, it depends. Usually no one is calling me at this time because everyone knows that I'm teaching Hasidus. So if there's someone calling, then there's a big problem. It happened a couple of times. Thank God, only a couple. I am. Everything everything we just said is all on recording. So it's, you know, for... I don't know if it'll ever post it up there. We have to post it out, get it out there on the uh, internet. But we're in the middle of posting all these other things now. So, so they'll feel more happens. involved, right? They have to be a part of the part of the class, part of the part of the fabric. Ooh, that reminds me of something else. Okay, we'll we'll talk about it later. Okay, anyway, so he says. So that's the first chelik. Chelik habeis shalamata mimenu b'madrega hu aguf. Okay, the next level down is the body, the the, the torso, right? Like we we're saying, right? Um, and this idea, Shabo, Mishachin, Halev, Vehareya, right? The heart. What's Reya? No. 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 Where are you? I'm just continuing reading. Reya are the lungs. The lungs, right? Right? You should know these things. Vehalev, who Mishachin, right? Hamidos, Vehruach, Haim, the heart is where the Midos are. Right, so Makol Elohim Kalim Kaychas Ruchnim Vinalim. Right, these are all the right the Kalim for the Kaychas, the spiritual Kaychas, and the Elohim. Right, the higher level of them. Yeah. What does it mean? It says Ruch The spirit of life, you know, like the like his, his his when he's breathing, he's he's alive, right? When he's not breathing, so then he's not alive. Um, which one but, is the lungs? Reya. Reya. Speak to your Israeli. He's sitting next to you. I'm, an, so I'm actually like the Israeli. Oh, that's true. You were actually born in Israel. You have to go to the army. You gave it to your friend instead, so you don't have to go. Thank so he you. says that's like right. this. And underneath this, you have the Krum Hamafsik. What's the Krum? You know what that is? Is it the uh, waist? Like the diaphragm. It's actually interesting. He separates it here. Sometimes it's separated. The concept is like the torso versus the legs. And sometimes it's talking about the separation is like the higher level, um, uh, which we call limbs that are like the heart and the and the lungs versus like the lower level, like which are dealing more with digestion, right? That's more of a like a quote unquote a lower level. Obviously, both are equally important, but it's a it's on the scale thing. Right? That's more coarse, right? The the, the lungs are dealing with air, right? The intestines are dealing with taking getting rid of you know all the things that don't need to be in the body. It's a much of a so the diaphragm here he's talking about. Krumham Mafsik is like the diaphragm. Diaphragm. Like a diaphragm between you know, the diaphragm between like you have the cavity of the chest and yeah. you have right that which is lower. It's called the diaphragm. You know how like when you sometimes you go, Ugh yeah. someone punches you right there in the diaphragm. Yeah. 
What? These are more 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 spiritual, a little bit more spiritual. That are more elevated, like the heart and the and the lungs are like a little bit more elevated than the intestines, for example. That's that's what he's going to say. Right? Right? From here, it starts the more coarse um, uh, limbs. That these are the kalim for, like, let's say, the lower kaychas. Right? These are the, the limbs that are made for um, digestion, right? Or like food for, for ingestion, digestion. Right, and Misham Lamata Nimsha Chelik Hagimon. From there below, it starts the third part. Hayoiser Tachton, Vehena Raglayim, Shehen Seif Aguf, which is, and then that's the legs, which are like the end of the body. Right, so you have basically three parts of the person. Biyaduada Koychas Nechalachim Gamkim Bederechlal Gimel Madregas. So we say, not just do we see this in the body, but we see this also in terms of the soul that you have essentially three different levels. Like we said before, Vehein Chabas is the highest level, Chagas is the second level, and Nehi is the third level. And these three different portions dwell, so to speak, in the body, in the three different portions of the body. Right? Kaviyochol. You know, that's basically what we're saying. What's the Rosh Hashanah based on the Okay, so and again, he's just going to divide it up here. The, the Mishkan, ha, right? Ha, chabad, heim b'mayach shabaroish. Obviously, the Chabad is in the brain. From there, spread out the Koychas of sight, the Shmiya and hearing, Bereach, right? Smelling, Vatam, taste, right? All the all the higher faculties of the of the human being. I mean, it's not. This is. I'm not. Developing this discussion because this is pretty. I mean, it's very straightforward, right? Everyone's understanding. This is what we're talking about. Because we're not talking about that. Hold on one second. All these are branched out. All these koychas are branching out from the koychas of chabad. Then you have chagas, right? Hein belev, right? Ki chagas hein ikriya midoshim. And then you have the Chagas. Chagas is the main Midos, right? That's, right, the Chesed, right, Gvura, right, Rachmanis, right, that's all in the heart. That's, so to speak, dwelling in the heart. You know, that's that's where that lives. And the He, <coughs> like the famous word, it says in the Zohar, Hein Levar Megufo. And He is, so to speak, Levar means outside, outside of the body, right, which is like the idea of the legs, or like the lower, lower grouping. Okay, everyone's clear on this. This is just sort of setting up the, uh, setting the stage of. Uh, this is a very important um, idea that it talks about a lot in Kabbalah. Talks about a lot in Hasidus. Um, this, these three different dimensions um, of the human being and of really, like I said before, of really every aspect of a of person's life. It can be really divided into these three different levels. It's like the idea of receiving, right? The idea of being you, and then the idea of giving. Right to the outside. That's right, that's basically it. Well, it's nihi and malchus put together, basically. Right, um, but the, the nihi is like preparing for the, the the idea of expressing it outside. Sometimes it's used as a concept of expressing outside, and sometimes it's like the preparation for it. Right, whereas the chagas is really you. Right, that's 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 talking about the you in the in the whole picture. Seder, it's clear. Okay, good. Okay, let's read further. Right, because Shekol and Yanam, because the whole idea of these, the idea of the, the lower the lower third, 
is their whole Indian is hashpava pula. It's all about uh, expressing outside pula acting vehena raglaim. That's like the legs. because the legs are outside of the body. The whole idea of the legs is to carry, so to speak, to walk with the body. because that's the idea of like outside, like moving, going out, going. That that's that concept. Good. The gam he adds here another point. Gam So the only thing that was a little bit confusing in this was where exactly the like the intestines, the stomach fit into this whole story because really it's part of the torso, but here we're really putting it together with the idea of the nihi, uh, part of the division. Shemaschel minatibor which begins from the so to speak the tibor, which is the belly button. Right, the lower aspect of the torso as opposed to the upper aspect of the torso. But who neged chatzar covet? And that's like the idea of what's a covet? Come on, Josh? Oh, the liver. The liver, good, good. Right, the idea of the liver, right, the cleansing of the blood, right? Like it's, it's, it's a much more of the, it's much more of the operations element of the human body. Um, you know, obviously, equal, kidneys, right? All that is obviously equally as important, but that's, that's basically the idea. Right, a lot of times you talk about place of the, the the liver, right, or the stomach, right. There's like the heavier, more coarser. Then you have the heart, and then you have the brain, right. Those would be like the division of those three characteristics in the person. Yeah. So he says like this: So everything that we see, begashmias, is really reflecting beruchnias. So when you see that the head of the child is between the legs. Right, that he's sitting right in the mother's stomach in this manner. So you understand So you see that what's really happening here is that the two upper levels of the human being are not really being used. There's the right? lower one. The lower one is is in. You see though that the legs are there. It's it's, it's already starting from the from the bottom from the bottom up. He's not thinking in his brain. He's not seeing with his eyes. He's not hearing. Right? You don't see that he's a bar, a bar midos, that he's like feeling love, feeling fear, you know, feeling compassion for someone else. That's not in the game over here. Right? Because by a fetus, the the koiches of Chabad and Chagas are completely concealed, right? They're not being expressed. Ki'im nehi levad. Shezeu ma'sheberkav davka bizgalus. Only the idea of the nehi is really being expressed, right? The, the food is coming through his, his stomach and going, right? So I don't know exactly how you know, it works. We have to, you know. Right, it's like, that's what we're saying. The heads, davka between the legs. At the davka, what do you see? The legs are the main part of the, of the human being at that point in time. Because we're sort of building from bottom up. In that way, let's read to the end. Of, let's read to the end of the paragraph, and then we can discuss it more, right? And that's what he says. And also, all the whole shashpa is coming by way of the belly button, right? That's how the food is getting in. That's how the blood is circulating with the mother's blood. Everything is connected in that manner, right? So that acts as like sort of like the the headpiece, like just like we have. Now, like we breathe through our nose and, our, and we take food in through our mouth, all our stimuli is really coming from where our head is. Now, really, the stimuli in a baby, right, is all coming from the belly button, right? That's how it connects, so to speak, from the outside. 
Yes, it's uh, true that the Baruchni is right. He hears or she hears, right? It's known that they hear everything that's happening, uh, uh, you know, outside of them and everything like that. But it's not that they're using their he- their ears. Like in other words, it's not that their ears are or their sense of brain, or you know, it's it's not that way. Not in the Gashmias. Because its whole chayis is based on the nihi, because it's based on the fact that it's coming in through the through the uh, through the belly button. everything else So that's why it's called ibor. Is the only real expression is the nihi. Okay, so that's the way it is. Begashmias, the concept of an ibor. So now what we want to express is really that you could have, as we were talking about before, a person that is similar. In other words, it's not that he doesn't have a brain. Of course he has a brain. Not that he doesn't have any emotions. Of course he has a heart. He has emotions. But his main mitzias is to do. His main mitzias, like it's, it, things are not, like when we were describing before, the person <coughs> excuse me, who is not complicated. He's not complicated because he's a, he's a doing person. He's always just doing. Right, that's 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 who he is. Right, it's all about about doing action. Tell me what to do. Right, it's it's not. There's no there's no brain that's philosophizing. There's no emotions that he feels emotionally up or emotionally down that you have to work with this person. He's not complicated. If you were to describe to me the most uncomplicated person that you know, how would you describe them? No, how would you describe them, Adam? Still waters. Still waters, uncomplicated. uncomplicated. But how and how? But how does how does he look like to you on the outside? What is he doing? What is he, how does he manifest? Controlled, focused. Sounds pretty good. Simple. Simple. Yeah. How else? Not so involved with other people necessarily. Not just, just not so involved. He doesn't bother anyone. No one really bothers him. He's kind of like doing his own thing in yeah. a certain way doing his own thing not really involved not really kind of in his own world, kind of his own world. Mm-hmm. you know not 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 being an issue to anyone no one really people don't even notice necessarily that he's even there right he's not it's like the things of life do not like they don't like shake him up Almost like, like he, a happiness there's like a, there is a simple there's a simple like there's a simple happiness there there's right. simple happiness you know sort of coming from a lack of understanding of things but it's not something that you can reach. It's not like someone that's an intelligent person is going to be able to, oh, I'm going to reach that level of happiness from that direction. It's, 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 it's more of a lack of things more than anything. Yeah, how would you describe that. What? But that's not what we're trying I'm to Definitely get not to. aiming for it. Zachariah, how would you describe him? Like you said, I guess. You know? Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss, mm-hmm. right? Ignorance is bliss. You know, that type of person. That's the Ebor. That's the Ebor person. So just like he is in his mother's stomach, that the legs are the main event, right? That the nihi is the main event, that his seichel is behelem, his midos are behelem, right? He just, he just does what he's supposed to do, you know, what, what do you want from this guy? He doesn't get very upset about things, doesn't get very excited about things. You know, he just sort of like does what he's supposed to do and that's it. Leave him alone, you know, what do you want? Probably, a, probably relatively speaking, though, a lower IQ, I would imagine, in this person. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, you were asked a question before. No, it wasn't a question. Oh, it was a comment. No. It wasn't even was, a comment. It was just, a concern. You, it was a concern. Oh, you see. <laughs> so Josh is not an Ebert type of person. He has concerns, right? Okay. Let's go further. Uprati madregas nihi. In particular, the, the levels, right? If we talk about the levels of nihi. Yeah. So he says like this. What's Netzach? 
So now he's explaining a little bit more. Netzach is the idea of winning out over oneself. Me'akiv is atzmo shalolasos is davar, or to stop himself, to hold himself back from doing something. Or not to speak something. Right, that's the Indian of Netzach. And he takes away the thing as though it wasn't there. Right, this is the idea of Netzach. And what he decides to do, he does, he speaks, he does it. Right, this is already the level of Hoid. He decides. The idea of Hoid is Hoida. What's Hoida? Acknowledgement. Acknowledgement, yeah, he acknowledges. That he needs this. To draw this down or to, to give this over, right? This is sort of the idea. So would it be that? Like, look at footnote number 173 a second. Right? This thing needs to be done. Or to do it, to speak it, or to think it. If he just does it without any type of, without any type of blocking, without any type of holding back. Like he doesn't even, like he, he doesn't, he doesn't get affected by things that seem to be blocking him. Right? Hod is that. It's a very interesting difference between Netzach and Hod. Usually in all Hasidus, it always talks about Chagas. You never see, or almost no Maimarim talk about what is the difference between Netzach and Hod. Right? It's very unusual to, to see it even in print here. Netzach is like, like you, you have something that's blocking you and you're fighting against it. Right? That's Netzach. Hoid is like, it's just a, a decision that this is made and nothing's going to stop you. Mm-hmm. Just go over it. That's what he's saying. What are you going to say? So Hoid is like Lechatchila Well, I don't know. And Netzach might be more that because Lechatchila Ribar means that there is something big, blocking yeah, you. And you have to go beyond that. Right? Hoid is like nothing, nothing stands in, nothing standing in your way. Yeah? Let's re- yeah. yeah, go ahead. I mean, I hear it, it does say, the Rebbe said in the, the um, Basilagani Mimer that Netzach is Mamish, the idea of no, there's nothing in your way, there's no. Well, it's what he's saying here, that there's something blocking you and you, and you, you don't listen to it. You, uh, you, right? You don't. You get rid of it. Oh, you get determination, maybe? Okay, that's an interesting word, yeah. That might be a good, a good description of it. It's a determination that, that like, you're not, you're not taking into consideration anything else. So it's like almost like nothing else is there. I think he's going to explain it a little bit more now. <coughs> it's very good. You see that the Rebbe Rosh is my mom. Like it's like, like <coughs> he like really brings it out. Yeah. Right, what's going on? All right, that's it. That's the advantage of learning these Hemshechim. He's like not in a rush. Right, it's like he's going to be talking about this for for thirty pages now. Right, so thirty pages. You know, that's like for three weeks he's talking about the same topic. That's the whole advantage of learning a, a hemshech as opposed to learning a mimer. Regular mimer, you know, you have a seven or eight page mimer. He wants to get everything into the mimer. And, and a lot of times, the mimer will have like a sentence or two about a subject that he assumes that you spend time learning it somewhere else. Right? Even like, especially the, the Alter Rebbe's mimer, right? It like brings a, like in three sentences, four sentences. Then the Mittler Rebbe really describes it extensively, but it's like it jumps. The way the writing of the Mittler Rebbe is, it has a tendency to jump from point to point to point. And sometimes 
like you're still going this way and he's already over there somewhere. Like you just missed the turn completely when in your reading. You're like, whoa, what, 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 we're on a totally different topic here. How did we get here? So they like go back and reread it. Oh, this is where we. You know. And then the Rebbe Rashab took the Mitzvah Rebbe's Maimarim and really like siphoned, like really like 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 combed them out. It's called, you know, like he really brings like this and really makes it much more like in an order. So the, the, the Rebbe Rashab is known as like the Rambam of Chassidus, like very orderly, like step by step by step. So right Rambam? now what you see, yeah. yeah, but right now what you see is like all of a sudden he's like, he was like driving, 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 like we were talking about all different topics, and now he hit the brakes. And now he's going to spend like 30 pages now discussing, like slow down, okay, let's go step by step. We're going to build this whole this story and build the, you know, the whole storyline for us to be able to understand. This is very typical of reading, learning a Hepshah, right? What, you're, what we're entering into now. Okay, so let's see how he describes it. Doesn't mean it's always easy. It doesn't, it's not always easy. Sometimes it's very complicated. And sometimes what he's doing is he's actually quoting, like you could have a quote, a direct quote from a whole mimer from the Mitlerebbe. You could have a page of just a, you could if you could go back to the source of the Mitzvah Rebbe's Mimer, you will see word for word it's an exact quote, but it's like usually it's carefully written out. <laughs> That's why sometimes it's uh, called in the Zayir, right? Netzach Anaf of Chesed. Netzach is like the 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 branch from Chesed, but Pamim Anaf Agvura. And sometimes you see Netzach is uh, Anaf of Gvura. So how could that be? Key because mitzad she'enu midaber v'mashbiya kol hadiburim. So from the point of view that he doesn't speak, right? Or doesn't give over all these things. Zel bechinas hagvura. That's the gvura part of netzach. Like he's holding himself back, right? He decides that it's best not to. He's controlling. In other words, he has a desire to do something, and he realizes this is not the right time to speak, right? Like last night, I was uh, right being Menachem Avil somewhere uh, until late at night. What's that mean? means oh. paying a shiva call. And, and, and sometimes, you know, you, you realize, like, like no, no, I'm not going to speak about that right now. Like you, have to, like, you, you, like, you hold yourself back. You're about to say something. You, no, it's not the right time to speak about that, right? It's like you, you, you're very conscious. So that would be netzach. But on the other hand, net, that's the opposite of chesed. Chesed is the idea of giving, you know, like, you know without, any, without any type of... Um, any type of sense of measurement. Like he's just, Gvura is like holding yourself back. So here in this idea, Netzach, usually we talk about it as being the branch of Chesed. But in this case, we're talking about this is really a branch of Gvura, right? Because you're holding yourself back from speaking. That's what he's saying. That's how come sometimes the Zayar says it's a branch of Chesed, sometimes a branch of Gvura. So you could ask yourself, how could that be? It's like two opposite things. So he shows you. Ach akol panim hu chesed. Nevertheless, it's a chesed. Why? Ki im hayam medaber kol sichlo kamo harab letalmid. Iyev shor hayam letalmid lahasig sichlo harachav. Do you see what you see what he's saying here? So, for example, the holding back is actually a kindness. How so? Because if the teacher, the brings the famous mashal, the teacher and student. If the teacher would just say over everything that's in his mind. In a certain way, that would be chesed. That would be ultimate chesed. He's giving over to everything. I don't want to hold anything back from you. Let me tell you everything. But on the other hand, really, that's, that's really not really chesed because the student won't have any idea what's going on. 
So the ultimate chesed here is really to hold back certain things and to give over other things. But isn't that like saying Elohim is like chesed then? In a certain way, yes. That's right. That's right. It, That's it, what he's saying. Tanya that the whole idea of gavur is actually coming from chesed. The whole, yeah. the whole tzimtzum is actually rooted in, in chesed. In achinami, in achinami, you could say that. Right, but the point, what he's saying here is that you see it, the pile that since Netzach is dealing with the actual pile of actually doing something, not just theory, right? So even though it's the giving over of a certain idea of a certain speech, right, the holding back of certain points of that idea, right, is a gvura, but from the point of view of chesed, yeah, vizel chesed gadol. In fact, this is a big chesed. So in the Gvura, you find the greatest chesed here. In him, not in Einstein, not saying over, right, everything that's in his mind to the 15-year-old, that's actually giving the 15-year-old an idea of what physics is. But wait a minute, isn't it chesed? He wants to give over. Well, yeah, but the chesed here is the holding back. So like you said, Elohim, right? Like that's Vyadaita, right? The, the idea of Vyadaita Moscow, the famous mime of Vyadaita Moscow, Havai and Elohim, right? The whole idea of the, the Elohim could be the idea of the holding back is actually a chesed, right? It's not a gvura, it's a chesed. But it's gvura. He's using the tool of gvura to give over the chesed. Like Hashem, when he causes it to rain, right? Rain is chesed. But if Hashem would just open up the sky and it would be like Niagara Falls, it would be not the right way. But isn't that the ultimate chesed? No. The ultimate chesed is that it's coming down in raindrops, not in a flood. Because he needs to limit his seichel. And to hide certain things. In order that the Talmud should be able to grasp it. Right? So here, he's dafka doing the gvura, but the gvura is a chesed. On the other hand, there are certain other times and sometimes it could be even a greater extent that sometimes you could have a situation that you have to be that you know that, that, that the Meqabal is not going to be able to handle it if you tell him what really you have in your mind. Right? So you have to dafka hold it back in a way that the Meqabal doesn't have any, even any idea any sense that there's anything more. That this is it. This is the whole story. Like you take away the idea as though it didn't exist. And sometimes you could show like a little bit of a touch of what's of a deeper point. Right? Like sometimes if you have a great Rosh Hashiva, right? So when he's teaching a, you know, more of a, a beginner student, when he's learning the, the Mishnah, the first Mishnah, if he comes up, if he shows you all the questions, so then the students are going to be blown away. He doesn't understand what in the world is, you know, he just doesn't know what hit him, right? So he has to, like, no, this is the Pshat, you know, he just says over a simple Pshat, this is what's going on. Sometimes, if he's a little bit more of an advanced student, you can give a little hint that there's a little bit more depth here, right? Especially when you're dealing with a child. Like, the child needs to know, like, like what's, you know, what's, what, it's, it's more of a black and white type of mind. It's very hard for him to understand that there are different ways of looking at something, right? You see that, you know, in a child, and sometimes you even see it in an adult, with a child's mind, that adults, right, are into thinking gray, right? That as they become more mature, they can understand the world is gray, it's not black and white. A child is a very black and white creature, right? And so therefore, if you try to show him some gray, it, 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 could, it could totally mabalble his whole brain, 
It's very hard for him because he's not used to thinking that way. He needs concrete thinking, right? That's the way it is. And sometimes you see that even with, like I said, with Bachrim. I need concrete thinking. I need to know this or that. So an Ibor, going back to our discussion of Ibor, would probably be a person that needs the black and white. Right? You tell him, this is what you have to do. Well, what do you mean? This is, you know, like with an older student, you know, with more advanced student, you say, well, is it, you know, you could, can't you do it like this way or that way, the other way? And like, yeah, that's actually true, but <coughs> if you tell it to the Ibor, it's going to be confusing for him. If you tell it to the baby, you tell it to the child, it's confusing. Right? That, that there is some sort of depth. That's all Netzach and Hoyt. The Yisoid who Hamshacha. The Yisoid is the level of Hamshacha. Behind you, Masha Mashpia lechaveru. Yisoid is sometimes called Malchus Yisoid. Yisoid Malchus, right? It's the idea of actually giving over. Actual Hashba itself that's going over. Vinimsa dinihi hinarak Masha Shaykh the Poyal Levad. So we see from this whole description that what do you have with Nihi? Nihi is very practical Poyal Mamish things. In other words, this is not theory. We need to know what are we talking about? What are we giving over? What is what is the pile mamish? The bottom line. What's the bottom line? Yeah. What are amukas? Amkus, depth. Okay. Right? That's the section of the Tanya where he actually talks a lot about the different spheres, right? So he says, So when this hashpa, whatever it is, comes out in, in, in actuality, that's the idea of nehi. So in the ibor, so that's the level that's behis So what's really important by the ibor person is this idea, this idea of practically speaking, tell me what I need to do. Now we all have that element in us. Right, something. Just, just tell me what I need to do. Tell me what it needs to be like. Don't, 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 don't tell me the philosophy behind it. I don't want. I need to just know. That's like the idea of learning kids to I, I need to know what's, what's the bottom line. Like some people have a hard time. Why do we even learn Gemara? I don't understand why. You know, like the first. Oh, we're not, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why don't I just go and spend the whole day learning Shulchan Aruch? And I know what exactly what. I need. It's, it's hard for them. The idea of like there's like no, there's there's much more to it. There's a depth. And there's a development. And there's a there's a there's the whole, you know, ocean of of, of what of what you know the wisdom, the intellect, the rotson of that Abish there is. And sometimes you get a person. It's just so confusing. Just tell me, okay, do do we put on tefillin or not put on tefillin today? I need to know. Well, you know, so when you so the so the art of the Rav is that he's able to take that whole ocean and, and being able to bring it down, but Poyal Mamish and be able to weigh out the different things that are going on to get to an answer. Right? Payal mamish, right? But really, the art of the Rav is that he knows the whole ocean, right? He's swimming in the ocean, and he brings it. The art of the, the, the idea of the Iber is there's no ocean. It's just black and white. I need to know black and white. What's going on? What is, what need, what is now? What is this? Payal mamish, right? And you have people like that. This is not a negative or positive. This is not, a, this is not judgmental. It's just different. It's a different mode. That's the way the Avishter made him. Just like that. And he's perfect in the way he is because that's the way Hashem made him. Right? That's, that's it. That's the idea. All right. Mitzah Hashem will continue with our discussions on Ibor on Sunday.
Yeah. When a Rob is giving up 